1: reach that moment in time once again as we enter into the fourth and final hour of the bobby mack electric radio program the one we lovingly refer to as the bonus hour great to have you along and of course we continue with the friday free-for-all the all skate uh, where any topic you feel like bringing up is uh fair game here on Friday. Just grab the phone, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307, and of course, my email address remains as always, bob at 1063-WORD.com. Now, here we go. The beginning of the end and uh, right to the phones we go as well. Let's head to Pickens and bring in Alex here on the Bobby Mac show. Hey, Alex, how is your Friday?
2: It's going good. Despite the polls, I think Trump's chances of re-election are actually improving. Yeah. I think the number one issue with voters is always safety, um, protests, you know, the riots, all the lawlessness that you see on social media now. I think it's going to scare that middle 20% move them towards Trump, who's always been known as a kind of law and order president. And to me, this race is looking a lot like 1968, where, and if you remember, Nixon lost mm-hmm. to JFK in 1960 for the presidency. He went back to California, his home state, and he lost for governor. And the press wrote him off as dead politically. Uh, they said he was a loser. And then all of a sudden, you know, you saw lawlessness, you saw riots, riots, you saw some political assassination, and all of a sudden Nixon – was known as a law and order anti-communist hardliner was the best choice. Yep. And I think, I, think, I think the electorate is going to move towards Trump as, this, as what we see continues to unfold. I mean, Nixon was smart. He challenged the, you know, the, the loud minority of rioters and anarchists, and he really appealed to the silent majority of law-abiding citizens. And he used that word silent majority over and over again. Sure. And he got over 300 electoral votes, I mean, you know, the, one of the greatest political comebacks of the 20th century.
1: Well, there's no question, Alex, that uh, fear is a huge motivating factor, maybe the most influential one of all. And so that makes me wonder what what the uh, the progressive Marxists that are running the Democrat Party are thinking, because it seems to me, as it does to you in, in the way you view it, uh, that they are essentially driving people to the uh, the Trump campaign. Do they really think that the vast majority of American citizens – uh, go along with the philosophy and the Marxist ideology of Antifa and, uh, and the BLM. And, and one other comparison with 1968, uh, that is the Democrats then decided to run George McGovern, who was uh, one of the most leftist candidates ever to run for the presidency. And, of course, uh, he won what? One state? And so now the Democrats, in their, in their infinite wisdom, decide that uh, creepy Uncle Joe Biden, who can't put together a coherent sentence, is going to be their standard bearer. There's another brilliant decision.
2: Yeah, and I think that's Trump's second biggest issue is going to be uh, Biden just losing it mentally. Um, yeah. You remember in the 1984 debate, Mondale Reagan, the first debate, Reagan was old, he was forgetful. And he was on the ropes there for a while. I mean, he came back in the second debate. But when everybody's looking and the cameras are on, Biden is not going to perform well. I mean, Reagan was only 73 at the time, Biden 78. So I think that's going to be the second biggest issue for Trump. I think his third biggest issue is that, as you said, the Democrat Party is now controlled by the radical left. Yep. And uh, the suicide liberals who think this is all wonderful stuff, but the average Joe who's living it doesn't see it that way.
1: No, Like I I said, I
2: think Trump's a... Chances, even though he's gone down in the polls and the sentiment has kind of turned against him, I think it's actually improving. Overall, I think it's just going to take time for people to see it.
1: Well, and and this is the uh, these are the same pollsters that said that Hillary was a shoe-in, right?
2: Oh, yeah. And then the other thing is that I like <laughs> Trump's ad. He, he, uh, he's running right now on, on TV. Where it's he a great ad.
1: ad. The 911 yeah, ad? A-
2: well, the one I the, the Biden looking like he's senile, that's a great ad. There's another right. one with his violence in the streets, which is, you know, appeals to the law and order. Yep. The other one I like is how he talks about the economy and he touts manufacturing. Right. And the reason is the Rust Belt runs through these swing states. Sure. Like Ohio and Pennsylvania, Michigan, West Virginia. Yep. If you win those, you win the election. And he just needs to talk about how he deregulated heavy industry, how he confronted China on trade, how he negotiated fair deals, and even brought oil prices down, which helped heavy industry a lot. And those Reagan Democrats in those swing states will vote for him. I think Trump's campaign people are running an excellent campaign. Yeah,
1: just, I, think I think they are, too. The, uh, the other ad that I really like is uh, the 911 ad where somebody is calling 911 and there's nobody there. And they say uh, uh, yeah. you've, re- you've reached nine one one. If you if you you want to report a rape, uh, press one. If you want to r- report a murder, press two. Uh, there's nobody here to answer your call, but uh, we'll get back to you. Uh, current wait time is five days. Yeah, exactly. And that you, yeah, anybody, who thinks, yeah, anybody who thinks that's not where we're. Yeah, anybody who thinks. Yeah, anybody who thinks that's not where where the Democrats want to go, uh, is not paying attention. Thanks, Alex. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for. Uh, the uh, insight on the analysis, I think you're right on. And by the way, the internal polling at the White House shows that the president's doing very well. Uh, that's the polling that uh, you don't hear from the lamestream media. Uh, Sal is uh, next up here on the Friday Free-for-All. He is in Greenville. Hi, Sal, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show.
3: Hi, Bob. Uh, I'm so, so, so thankful uh, that you took the call. Yes, sir. My pleasure. Uh, Bob, I want to talk. Yes, sir. Hey, thank you so much for all you guys do. Bob, I want to talk about uh, perhaps having a counter demonstration regarding the Big Tanner's Orange. Mm -hmm. All right. um, Against the uh, Black Black Lives Matter. Right. So imagine just imagine if all of us came out and demonstrated against what these. Guys, literally, the the violence that these guys had, the the the, the BLM had against that poor man, all right, in, in his vehicle, all right. And if we came out, let let's just say, pick a day tomorrow, for example, right? Yeah. And, and we very peacefully, peacefully protested the whole situation, all right. And we demanded that that Greenville police did something against what BLM did literally if we if we protested and and demanded them to arrest some of these people i think I, I think that 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 would catch on across the country so fast that good people are actually standing up to these idiots all right that good people actually mean business too all right and i'm not talking about violence i'm only talking about yeah peacefully. no I'm, i got you. you you know and 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 saying and then saying police officers We're not here to take down any kind of monuments or any kind of something important to our history, but I'm talking about protecting what is here today. I'm telling you right now, police across the country are going to say, you know what, whose side are we on? We're with that right there. That alone is going to, is going to divide the good cops and the bad cops, the good sheriffs and the bad sheriffs. In other words, in in other words, sheriffs are actually going to have to take sides whose side are we actually on
1: well i that's think
3: that's kind that, of my my my, my 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 uh thought in all this
1: yeah okay well thank you Sal. i appreciate the call i, I think it's, it's not a bad idea a peaceful demonstration uh that would uh promote uh the uh, the freedoms and liberties that conservatives stand for and uh and to encourage because there has been one arrest already uh, from that uh, riot at, uh, at Tanner's Big Orange there on Pleasantburg Drive a couple of weeks ago. There has been one arrest, and uh, the GPD tell us that they are still reviewing all kinds of uh, cell phone video and, and other video footage, I'm assuming from security cameras, to be able to identify others that can be charged uh, in uh, that particular incident. But, yeah, to have a counter-demonstration, Uh, that would support that business, uh, I I think uh, would go a long way. Certainly, uh, I know that uh, the people that uh, uh, own that business and the people who run it would appreciate a show of support. Quarter after six here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here. When we come back on the other side, we still have today's edition of uh, ATF Amazing True Facts on the
0: way. 6.20 here on the Bobby Mac Show. We're in the fourth
1: and final hour, bonus hour. In on my text line, 71307. Bobby, I still have my Mad Magazine with McGovern on it uh, put up. And I also have a Spiro Agnew watch. I must have been a fun kid. (laughs) Yeah, Alfred E. Newman. What? Me worry? Uh, Bobby, has it occurred to anyone that this spike... Corresponds to the incubation period from uh, the protests? Well, it hasn't occurred to uh, the mayor of New York, uh, Bill de Blasio, the uh, resident commie, uh, he has uh, shut down all the big summertime uh, outdoor festivals, except, except for a big uh, BLM event. That one's, uh, that one's okay to go. Uh, Bobby, so in the wake of uh, the uh, governor's latest mandate, I guess so long as we get wickered up before 11, uh, we're not going to get the coronavirus. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. Because the coronavirus, as we all know, doesn't reach uh, its most lethal state until 11.01 p.m. Uh, quickly to the phones we go. Sarah is along in Greer. Hello, Sarah. How are you?
4: I'm doing good, Bob. And God good. bless you for doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, Thank it- you. Yeah, and it feels so good to be able to uh, share our thoughts as everyday people.
1: <laughs> until they uh, until they have me behind the barbed wire, Sarah, which uh, is probably coming.
4: <laughs> well, we probably will all go with you anyway. Yeah,
1: that's right; we'll all be in the boxcars. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, listen, hun. This this is what I wanted to uh, share with you and mm-hmm. get your thoughts on it. Yeah. Um. When we look a little deeper into situations, no matter what the situation is, we can kind of more or less find truth. Um, is it not so that the taxpayers are the foundation of our civil society? Uh, we pay our um mayors and governors and um all the congressmen and senators et cetera et cetera. Right. And um when it comes to um public streets, um uh when we're uh, uh maintaining them or building them, whatever, mm-hmm. they're supposed to be neutral. They're they're supposed to be neutral all the streets are supposed to have our traffic uh, lines and traffic signs.
1: Yeah, they okay, should be so uh, they should be apolitical.
4: Exactly. So the taxpayer's money is invested in those streets. So what I'm saying is how can a political group um come along and use our public streets as a billboard and 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 paint signs Uh, that not everybody agrees with well because because
1: the idiots uh, in uh, seattle washington and new york city elected officials and put them in charge who think who not only think it's fine to do that they join them in the process like de blasio did yesterday along with the oh so distinguished reverend al in painting blm uh, in front of uh, Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue. I mean, look, uh, all all he's doing is is being childish and and ridiculous. And, you know, the, the people of New York think that they're getting great representation. Uh, God help them. And they got a big storm on the way this weekend and uh, with the police rushing to retire and de Blasio wanting to defund the NYPD by $1 billion. Can you imagine what that city will be like with a big tropical storm rolling through?
4: Yeah, absolutely. It's ridiculous. This is why I say if the taxpayers are paying the salaries of these public officials, then the taxpayer has the very legitimate uh, saying, um, OK, that's it. That's it. Yeah, no they should. Salaries. Yeah, no,
1: no I agree. Money for you pause, uh, yeah. I, I would no agree. They, money for you. Yeah, they should. You know, if the taxpayers of, of the city of New York uh, had yeah. any brains at all, uh, which yeah. is a, a valid question, uh, they should demand yeah. they should demand that he, along with the uh, mayor of Seattle, they should demand their resignations immediately. Thanks, Sarah. I appreciate the call. You're right. I mean, you know, their streets should be apolitical. 625 here on the Bobby Mac Show, and we still have time to squeeze in Gary Goodvoice.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Bob McClain presents Amazing, 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 True, True Facts. facts.
1: Thank you, Gary, and uh, joined, uh, as always, uh, by uh, Miss Moneypenny. A little Annie is uh, unavailable to join us today, but we have one Bobette here. Good to have you along, Moneypenny.
4: I'm a Bobette. There you
1: go. You know, uh, we've always uh, been told that a broken heart was just speaking metaphorically, right? No. Cases of broken heart syndrome. This is a this is really one of the uh, worst parts of uh, COVID nineteen. Cases of broken heart syndrome are up since the pandemic started. You ever heard of broken heart syndrome? I have. Yeah, it's uh, when your heart becomes enlarged and has trouble pumping blood because of intense emotional or physical stress. Well, Now we have, I guess, settled science on that. Meantime, the town of Englewood, uh, Englewood Colorado, is threatening people. You don't wear a mask. You could face up to one year in jail. Serious. Uh, where, where are the... Uh, where are the officers who are going to enforce this? Uh, what, you, you're walking around without a mask, they're going to throw you in the back of the cruiser and uh, haul you off to jail and keep you there. you got to make bail. and, the, Yeah. Dude, right.
5: why are you in here?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Chick-fil-A has indefinitely postponed their annual Cow Appreciation Day. Mm. That's a day in early July when they give away free food. Starbucks will now require everyone to wear masks in their stores at all times. How do you drink the coffee? Uh, That's a fair question. Strain it through the mask? A woman in Oklahoma had a meltdown and threw shoeboxes at an employee at a Skechers outlet after being told to wear a mask. She's been charged with assault. A security guard at a grocery store in California has been charged with murder. After he shot someone during an argument over wearing a mask. Wow. Uh, Cause of death, I'm assuming COVID-19. By the way, total cases in the U.S., 3.2 million with more than 135,800 deaths and more than 1.4 million who've now recovered. Uh, It's the first time I've seen that number of people who have recovered. Now, wait a minute, 3.2 million infected, 1.4 million recovered. Uh, What happened to the other 1.8 million? Inquiring minds want to know. Meantime, this SUV just seemed to have its own destiny. Police in Chicago got a call around 830 Sunday morning about a suspicious vehicle parked near a trail. So they uh, checked it out. When they got there, they found it was a 2015 Chevy Suburban that had been reported stolen earlier in the day. Uh, it must have been overnight since this was 830. in the morning. Well, anyway, they towed it to the parking lot of the police station. Uh, less than two hours later, somebody stole the stolen SUV out of their parking lot. Cops are now investigating both thefts. Did I mention this happened in uh, Chicago? Yeah. There you go. There's uh, ATF to uh, wrap up the week. 629 now here on the Bobby Mac Show. Little Annie's ready to go with the news, and I'm right back with the last half of the bonus hour here on the Friday Free-for-All. 6.35 6.35 now, 25 before 7 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, in regard to uh, one of the callers earlier talking about putting together a, uh, a pro demonstration uh, for the folks at uh, Tanner's Big Orange uh, to support that business, it kind of reminded me of the words of uh, Andrew Breitbart, who before his untimely death said, and I quote him, Walk toward the fire. Uh, Those with a military background may remember the expression uh, running to the sound of the guns. Walk toward the fire. Don't worry about what they call you. All those things are said against you because they want to stop you in your tracks. But if you keep going, you're sending a message to people who are rooting for you, who are agreeing with you. The message is that they can do it, too. One of the things that uh, keeps me going every day. And it's, and it's not as if uh, we don't have tragically mortal enemies out there. I think this story is going to make the uh, Alphabet Network's newscast tonight? Or CNN? Or be on the front page of the New York Times, the New York Slimes, or the Washington Compost? Police in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin say a 27-year-old man intentionally slammed his pickup truck head-on into a motorcyclist because he was, quote, targeting a white person. Left the rider dead last week. Daniel Navarro allegedly swerved his father's 2004 Dodge Dakota pickup truck into the victim's path without braking on July 3rd. Uh, The sheriff of uh, Fond du Lac, Sheriff Ryan Waldschmidt, said at a news conference yesterday, authorities identified the deceased as 55-year-old Philip Thiessen, a Marine veteran, and former Virginia police officer who had retired from a career with the Wisconsin Department of Justice where he'd investigated crimes against children. After his retirement in 2018, he volunteered at the local food pantry. Investigators arrived at the scene to find uh, Mr. Thiessen's body, witnesses trying to render aid, and Navarro standing nearby waiting for deputies. This is an incredible story. David Navarro allegedly swerved his father's Dodge Dakota pickup truck into the victim's path without breaking. When a patrol sergeant arrived, the sheriff said Navarro said he intentionally slammed into the motorcyclist and he passed a field sobriety test. This guy wasn't drunk, he was just evil. Navarro allegedly targeted the motorcycle due to the rider's race and the fact that injuries in such a crash would likely be fatal. Uh, Navarro naturally was unhurt. A criminal complaint said Navarro told investigators he had been poisoned by friends, co-workers and neighbors and that he could hear neighbors making racist comments through the walls. His purported antagonists were all Caucasian, according to the criminal complaint, and he claimed they were targeting him because he is a Mexican. Navarro allegedly chose his target because white people drive motorcycles, especially Harley Davidson's. He also claimed he wanted to go to prison to be free from the people that harass him in his home. Investigators said they filed homicide and hate crime charges, adding that although the attack was targeted based on race, Navarro did not know Thiessen was a retired member of the law enforcement community bond set at one million dollars due to a return to court on July 17th. Now obviously this guy's unbalanced to say the least but given the the current environment anybody surprised that we're seeing these kinds of things? Uh, Bobby, the joke's on the governor. I'm making, uh, I'm making a mixed drink at home at 11.15 tonight. Ah, take that. <laughs> Bobby, does anybody think or realize that the spike is only a continuation? What should have happened back in March and April? Only a layman here, but disease needs to run its course to a conclusion. From uh, Frank. Uh, Bobby, so when flu cases are reported, they report the total flu cases that season, right? Right. Not the total cases minus those, the people that uh, got over it or healed. Uh, so why the push to change the reporting on COVID 19 cases? Hashtag agenda. Uh, Bobby, uh, Governor McComo, <laughs> McComo. <laughs> is so smart that he can figure out the bar people. Uh, he can't figure out uh, people in the bars will just order six drinks between 10 and 11 and then get behind the wheel and drive. Can you visualize the large cartoon chicken walking across the barnyard saying, "doo da doo da Laugh out loud from Jeff. Uh, Bobby, uh, DeBlasio's original birth name, Wilhelm... Uh, was a helper for the Sandinistas before he became mayor of New York and uh, changed his name. Uh, Bobby, uh, you mentioned the boxcars. Those gray boxcars were sitting between Easley and Liberty several months ago, and I think I saw one with your picture on it called the Bobby Mac Express. (laughs) I have no doubt. Uh... Bobby, I love dreamers and idealistic folks. We had over uh, two million Christian men on the mall a few years back, and look where we are now: unisex uh, bathrooms, uh, tens of thousands in uh, Colombia. Uh, no, that's, I'm sorry, it's part of something else. Uh, officials sold us out, and monuments are coming down. Yeah, I hear you. Uh ba ba Bobby, uh, tasks are being used as a form of desensitization, desensitizing us uh, to break down our morale. It is a form of torture. Uh, Bobby, back in the early 80s, uh, my grandmother's dog, Dingo, received papers requesting that he enlist in the military. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They do a uh, great service in the military. It was addressed to Dingo Matthews. <laughs> they send him off to Paris Island, make him stand in the human footprints. Eh? Not sure. Oh. Sorry, just skipped on me here. Where was I? Ba-ba-ba. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from uh, from today's uh bone hits in the news, uh, New York, Bobby doing butt facials, uh, shouldn't those be called rectals? Can I hope not? Uh, Bobby, the Terra, uh, the tech mes- text messages addressed to Terra may not be the sender's fault. I've sent a text to my boss at seven thirty in the morning that didn't show up on his phone until after lunch, SMS isn't perfect. Yeah. Boy, is that ever true. Yeah, computers are going to make our lives easier, you know, just any minute now. Bobby, you know, if you type in any series of numbers in the Google search engine, uh, just put any random number and put new cases after it, and Google coincidentally finds a news story with that number. I tried it dozens of times with different numbers, even got the same story with coinciding numbers. Uh, Need any more evidence that Google is controlled by the left? Uh, Bobby, the Prisma Hospital and Traveler's Rest was converted to be for 100% Wuhan flu patients. Was it ever used for any patients? And if so, how many? Uh, Not to my, uh, well, I started saying, I, I'm, I may be confusing it with the emergency room there was uh, was switched over. <laughs> Bobby, just be thankful the texter isn't calling you. Karen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby, I'm so sick of COVID. If wearing masks helps it uh, go away, I'm willing to do it. Don't want another shutdown. No, nobody. But apparently they do. Uh, Bobby, uh, when I'm sending this, this is how far back uh, I am in in arrears on the text messages. Uh, Bobby, it is 5.48 p.m., and Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend hasn't killed herself yet. No, but uh, I have a feeling uh, she may be one of the most high-profile victims of COVID-19. 646, 14 before 7 here on the Bobby Mack Show.
0: I'll be right back. Whip
1: it. <laughs> ah, mercy. Welcome back. The uh, closing minutes uh, for this week, actually, and also of uh, the bonus hour here on the Bobby Mac show. Uh, time to uh, go back to the phones and bring in David as we uh, get into the closing minutes. Hi, David, and welcome to the show.
4: Well,
5: I generally like to come in when we're in drive time, but this is a late night for me. So uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, now, well, I, well, say, I tell you, I'm, I am really not sure what to think at this point. I mean, Bobby, it's plain to see with everything that's going on, we're right in the middle of, uh, well, I shouldn't say the middle, but probably the beginning of a, a lawless insurrection. And it's coming in piece by piece. And, you know, you take a look at Biden, and I really believe they're going to name Michelle Obama as his running mate. And they're trying to put off doing that long enough so that the Republicans don't have a chance to, you know, really come out and rail against her as much as they'd like to. But we really have some problems here.
1: Yeah, and and uh, they are, they are fully intentional problems uh, because the uh, the Marxist wing of the Democrat Party is now running things, and oh, yeah. uh, I, I I guess. I guess their belief is that the majority of Americans agree with them that uh, the Washington Monument should be torn down, that uh, Mount Vernon should be burned to the ground, uh, and all the rest, uh, and and think that uh, creepy Uncle Joe, the guy who can't put together a coherent sentence, uh, is the guy uh, who is uh, at the head of this mob. And the interesting thing is, of course, You know, if Biden were, by some miracle, to steal it and win, Biden's not going to be running anything. He can't tie his own shoes.
5: No, basically, he is a placeholder for whoever's going to be the VP. And like I say, uh, you know, everything I've been able to deduce, it's going to be Michelle Obama, because Obama, her husband, wants a third term through his wife. Yeah. And this was his plan all along, but, you know. Yeah, this particular situation that we have, it's like, um, you know, we are really in a crisis. I, I look at social media, and I cannot be more horrified to read some of these people who are supporting, you know, this kind of ideology. I know. It. And
1: it's well, like, and and many know, are yeah. doing it out of fear uh, because they're yeah. afraid that they'll become victims of the cancel culture.
5: Yeah, and, and what I was going to say is that... You know that's not going to be well, in four years, we'll just vote them out and vote somebody else in. There will not yeah. be any voting
1: right right. and and and, uh, it, and is, it won't be, be it won't thing. be in four years. It'll be in perpetuity.
5: yeah, it, that's it. So I mean, you know this election, just to put it simply for everybody out there in the old cliche radio land, this election is the most important of our lifetime. There's and no I know
1: that I know that we've we've said that uh, for the last two or three. But uh, but this time we mean it. Thanks, David. I appreciate the call. Uh, it, it's it's reminiscent of uh, 200 years ago with the French Revolution. You know, with the, the statues coming down and the rioting and the mobs in the street. I and mean, all that's missing right now is a guillotine. And it's probably on the way. Thanks so much for being along today and every day. I hope you have a great weekend and uh, be safe. We'll do it all again starting on Monday after Rush. Till then, God
5: bless. Who was that masked man, anyways? Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you. Yep. I wonder who he was. Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you. Yep. I wonder how all this would sound on instant replay. I don't know. Why don't you try it? Okay. Who was that masked man, anyways? Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you. Yep. I wonder who he was. Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you. Yep. I wonder how all this would sound on
0: instant replay. I don't know. Why don't you try it? Okay